You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first podcast of Tales from the Bar Side. My name is Remy. I'm a professional bartender, and I've got my good friend Lauren here with me. Say what up, Lauren. What's up? Ah! She's a professional bartender, too. Also a bartender. We're here to talk about all things alcohol, all things bartending. We're going to have a really good time, and I hope you guys enjoy the show. We're going to ask for all of your feedback, so we're going to want you guys to like chime in with your stories and your issues and your problems and your fun stories and your fun, great stuff like that. Today, since it's our first podcast, Lauren, we're going to be talking about first times. First times. <laughs> first, I've got a lot of those. <laughs> first time you got drunk. First time you got kissed. First time you kissed somebody. First time you bartended. That's a good place to start. That is a very Do you good remember place your first bartending job? I most definitely do. Tell me about your first bartending job. So at the time I worked at a really well-known nightclub out in Ann Arbor. And I was a coat check girl and then eventually became a waitress and they decided to put me behind the bar. Working your way up. Working yeah. my way up. You know, you got to work That's the ladder. That's how you do it. Exactly. Don't Everyone you, has to work the ladder. Don't you love when people come in and they're like, I went to bartending school. And you just laugh <laughs> I just at laugh them. at them. I'm yeah, sorry. absolutely. I'm like, well, I'm somebody sorry you spent that money. <laughs> somebody, somebody got you on a fish hook. And <laughs> okay, you enjoy in. your dive bar. <laughs> but anyway, so you're, at, you're okay. out there in, in Ann Arbor. Yes, and I'm out in Ann Arbor. I start working my way up and I had actually been passed up by multiple people to become a bartender and I got really angry about it and I was like come on guys give me a chance I really think I can do it finally they end up putting me on and I just blew everyone out of the water I outsold so many people and they were like all right fine we'll put you on bartending. oh fine yeah fine sure. right like, I told you a million times that this was gonna be great right? and instead you were like no this girl's gonna be good that guy's gonna be good they passed the thing, you up the thing that sucked about it was that like all these people I worked with them for like three years before I actually became a bartender and every single time they they were like did not want me behind Man, the bar they didn't trust you at all they, no and I, I think that it wasn't even necessarily that they didn't trust me but more or less that they were like like afraid to have another person back there you know everyone was making really good money at the time wow, there was only two sense. bartenders but they were putting on a third yep. So I think that they were a little bit scared that everyone was going to kind of like the stiff w- arm was more about the money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was more about the money. And I ended up getting my best friend out of that. She hated me. She like kept on saying that she didn't want me behind the bar, that she would quit if I was going to oh, be put shit. behind the bar. And eventually we became like best friends because of it. So uh, it's always that the a best? good thing, you that, know? That's so good. <laughs> like when somebody hates you at the very beginning, but then they end up like, oh, I'm so wrong about you that first time. My first time was much like that. I had been a waiter and I knew how to make drinks. I knew how to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I know like, how to – like, if I can, I can drink, then I can make drinks. Like, that's I can for make sure. A com- <laughs> I can make a kamikaze. I can make a Jack and Coke. Of course I can bartend, right? But I knew the service industry and that's – that's what this podcast is about, right? Exactly. This is about service industry. So why do we do what we do? We love what we do. We yeah. do. I, I don't know about you. I, I do, have a passion I do for know bartending. About you. Yeah. yeah. You love your customers. Absolutely. I love my customers. I'm not the guy that goes home every night and bitches about his customers. I'm not that guy. No. I'm honestly not. I want you to have the best time possible when you're at my bar, no matter where it is. I want you to have a good time. I want you to get good and buzzed but not fall down drunk see all my friends are like 
you know, you get to go out and party every night. No, no. no I aid in the party. Yes. I bring the party. You're the party That's, master. I'm the party master. Dude. Exactly. <laughs> How many times has somebody come up to you and been like, give me a good tasting shot, but not too strong, but not too weak. And you know the perfect shot to make exactly. them. Boom. Got you. Even and if I like, don't, I can make something up. And they're like, oh my God, that was so good. That's such a cool feeling. You're, it is. We're fucking rock stars here. It's we true. really are. We're rock stars yeah. behind the bar. And you guys know it. You do. You know it. You you love your bartender. When you have that good bartender that's got a good personality, makes a good drink, makes a good shot, you absolutely love them. My first time bartending, again, I bullshitted. I was <laughs> – yeah, I did. I'm not going to lie to you. I bullshitted them. I went into this bar and I just – full of confidence because a bartender has to be confident. Right. I knew what I was doing and I was like, yeah, oh, I totally bartended before. I was like, got any bartending experience? Totally bartended before. <laughs> Some little place down in Pittsburgh. I was at this hole in the wall. They're it never going to check. Yeah, it was mostly like <laughs> shots and beers and stuff like that. But I, I can figure it out. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I know what I'm doing. All right. Going to give you a shot. So this is downtown Detroit and the very first weekend they put me on the bar. They put me on a service well where you don't deal with any customers. It's strictly service well. Right. Okay. So you're standing there and and there's 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 nobody. You're like in this tiny little room making drinks for the servers. And so the servers are coming up and the tickets are coming out. And I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, it's my first day. And yeah, I'm like, it gets oh, overwhelming. Yeah. Do I know what I'm doing? It's busy. Even it's, with somebody that knows exactly what they're doing, it's overwhelming. A little bit. Uh, we all get overwhelmed. Sure. Call it in the weeds. Everybody knows that, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I'm standing there and I don't know the menu yet because there's no training, really. They just threw me on. But they gave me a menu and they're like, whenever these drinks come up, just look at the menu and make the drink. So they had a hurricane. A hurricane is pretty simple drink. Any bartender worth of salt that's been right. working in the industry for a while knows how to make a hurricane. It's great rum drink. It's delicious. It's tasty. It's strong. Got that little 151 float on top. That's oh, my favorite yeah. part. <laughs> it's everybody's favorite part. But I'm I'm standing there and I'm looking at the menu because the hurricane came in. I'm trying to make it. And this girl comes up, this server, and she's like, what the fuck? You don't know how to make a hurricane? You're a bartender? You don't know how to make a hurricane? I'm like, oh, give me a second, all right? I just started. It's my first night. <laughs> like, I'm going to be running circles around you in a second here. I was just full of confidence, man. Sure. That's what it's all about, full of confidence. She said, okay. So she chilled out on me, made the drink perfectly. In two weeks, we were great friends. She loved me. She was I was her favorite service bartender. She loved it when I worked service bar. Just about every place I've ever been to loves it when I worked service bar. Did you always take extra care of her though? Like but, did you make sure that you did her stuff? It wasn't it wasn't one of those like I, I don't take extra care of anybody. Sure. I take extra care of everybody. everybody. Yeah. Everybody. That's why all the that servers love me. That's why the customers love me. That's why we do what we do. It's a passion for it. It's a passion for it. You gotta love what you do and you gotta like Servers are stressed the fuck out, always. Yeah. Servers are some of the most, like, complaining, miserable. So how are you going to change that around, right? You're If everybody's in the same mood, if, if you're just listening to the complaining, we're all going to get brought down. Right. We don't want that. We want everybody to be brought up. So a, a quick joke or something funny or, boom, you come up, you order your drinks, like, 30 seconds ago, and five of them are standing there with a ticket waiting for you to – Oh my God. I've been oh there. Oh yeah. Dude. And then you're the man. You're the woman. You're the rock star. <laughs> that is one of the best things ever. When, when your coworkers are like, this guy's got it. This girl's got it. <laughs> when you're, when your friends, when your family, when the manager's like, Oh, we've made a good choice here. Yeah. We hired the right person. So much fun. 
First time. First time you ever went to a bar underage. Oh, God. And got served. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Okay, I do, actually. So my mom was running a, uh, it was like a, dinner theater show i'm not gonna say the name of it just you know just in case pretty classy though yeah it was like a dinner theater and i was only like 11 years old at the time and one of the guys that was in the show owned a bar so they went for like an after party they went to the bar and i had to go with because obviously my mom has me for the weekend you weren't driving yourself (laughs) right (laughs) i like show up there and everyone's just staring at me like you know, whatever. So I ordered a Coca-Cola and sure as shit, it was a rum and Coke. Oh, nice. And I wasn't going to tell my mom. <laughs> no. You know, no way. Like, so I'm drinking this, this rum and Coke and everyone, <laughs> this guy eventually comes over and he's just like, wait a minute. I think that they gave you my drink yeah. because he had a regular Coke. I was like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> guy. I'm just going to keep on drinking this. Oh, yeah. That was pretty fun. But I've also done like. You know, later on in life when I was a little bit older and everything, my sister's name is very similar to mine. So her name is Lorraine. And she's I'm older. Lauren. Yeah, yeah. And she was 21. And oh, I, you had the end. Yeah. And I know her birthday, obviously. Right? I can like, tell you anything you want to know about Star her. Star sign. Exactly. Like, and what we looked alike. You grew up on. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, so yeah, I used to use her ID sometimes. That's pretty dope. She'd be like, I lost my ID. And I'm That's like, dope. where is it? I was it's the, in my wallet. <laughs> I was the older brother and I never hooked my younger brother up like no? that. I should have. We look at Oh we'd man, you so didn't even play like, like, hey mister or nah, anything? Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> um, I had a fake ID for a minute, but I never needed to use it. When I was like 17, 18, 19, I was hanging out with people who were like in their late 20s, mid 20s. And so they were like, oh, okay, just come on down to this. Yeah, come on down to Joe's. We'll get you in. You know what I mean? A little hole in the wall bars. And and sure enough, yep, you walk in with this guy. He's like, hey, my friend, it's good to see oh, you. Yeah. Come on in. And so he brings an entourage with him. They're not going to check your ID. So that's that was my first experiences with bars underage is I'd get in and get served. And- I think it really helped for me that, like, my best friend at the time probably looked like he was in his late 30s, yeah. even though he was most definitely, like, 16. Right. But he never got carded. Yeah. So if, you if know. If I was with him, If it they was don't just, card yeah. the first one, they're not going to card <laughs> the second card me. one. <laughs> Totally. Just to be just be clear. And if the you know the powers that be are listening, we do not promote underage. No, drinking do not on this drink show. Um, underage. We actually do not promote any kind of like abusive drinking on this no. show. We're all about keeping it safe here. And don't drink and drive. Exactly. Alcohol is about having a good time. Don't have a bad time. What makes a bad time? Don't make other people have a bad time. Thank you. Too. Don't drink and drive. Don't do any of that. <laughs> don't do stuff. any of that. But when we were young, but we did it, <laughs> and it worked out pretty. We okay. were so dumb. So dumb. Did so many things. And then, so the first time drinking when you were of age and you had your actual ID and you were like, boom, now, did you get carded that first night? I didn't. But the Isn't only, that so disappointing? The only reason it's why, the though, worst. is because I went to the place I was working at the time. Okay. So they knew I was turning 21. Fair enough. However, they did have a bus tub for me to throw up into that had a six pack of what I was drinking next to it for me to continue partying. They were prepared. Which, oh, yeah. They were super prepared. They were the best. They're kind of mean. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of mean. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I did have a great time. I remember eating pretty fucked up, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, who doesn't get fucked up on their first? I'm oh 21. God. 21. You're like, I'm finally of age. I have arrived. In all honesty, <laughs> though, like there were two birthdays that I had where one I went to out to Ann Arbor and I took my roommate with me and I got kind of drunk mm-hmm. and I was letting people give me 
birthday spankings. Uh, he got super upset about it, and he left Naughty. me out there. <laughs> he took my car and left me. <gasps> Douche. <laughs> yeah. But then the next year, I went to another place out in Detroit, yeah. and my friend was going to a DD me, and we sat inside the car because I was throwing up. We sat inside of the car. And he was just letting it run, but he didn't turn it all the way on. So the battery died and the bartenders and the DJs and everyone had left at the time. And so we ended up having to call AAA to come over. And pick <laughs> at least you had AAA. We'd, well, he did. Thank yeah. God. But I, I didn't. And, you know, they ended up like putting us all inside of the cab and then took my car to his house. So that way we would get home safe, which is great. That's very you know, cool. it's awesome that That's they did that. That's a good story. Yeah. That's a really would, good story. So my birthday is always a tough subject it when it comes is. to drinking. Oh, yeah. I've had some doozies. I get left places a lot. I've had some doozies on my birthday. That's for darn sure. But, but, but So my first time, my birthday when I turned 21 was on Thanksgiving. So my birthday is November 23rd, and every once in a while it falls on Thanksgiving yeah, on the actual yeah, yeah. day. It's a great birthday. I mean, you're around family. You got food. If you're into football, there's football on. Football, you're drinking. Food, like so the Three Fs. So I'm living in Pittsburgh, and my dad comes down to visit, and I've got a bunch of friends there. And all the all the guys that I was hanging out with, their parents came over too. So we all made dinner. We all made the dishes, and the like. we cooked for the parents. Yeah. It was really cool. Everybody's like really impressed. Like, oh, look at these young men like doing a great job with their lives. Like they <laughs> they know how to cook. Like, whatever. So we made a turkey. We made the sides. Everybody had a great Thanksgiving feast. And then it was like, all right, Remy's turned in 21. <laughs> Where are we going? So there's this great bar in Pittsburgh. And if you're ever in Pittsburgh, I swear to God, go to Chiefs. Okay, it's called Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, it's called Chiefs. And it's a it's a fireman's hangout. So there's like all these fire hats on the oh, wall. I and get like, it. Chiefs. Dude, it's the kind of bar, it's the kind of bar they've got like the the brine with eggs, like like double oh, the no. Yeah, like the the whole peeled, like boiled eggs oh in God. a jar of brine. Did you on try one? Jar. Of course. You did? Duh. What what did it taste They're good? delicious. Oh my God. Don't you love a hard boiled egg? I never thought if that. If you go into a bar that has like a jar full of brined hard boiled eggs, you definitely eat What are one. they brined in? And it's like pickle juice, so they're like salty. Oh, okay. I didn't know so, if it was like, no, like so liquor good. or it something. It looks weird. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like you go and you're like, what the fuck is this? I've, but, I've had like the 151 cherries and stuff. So right. I was like, are they putting that in liquor no. too? Okay. All Hole right. in the wall bar. They've got a great jukebox. Like they put, well, they had a great jukebox back in. I'm not going to say that here, but it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago when I turned 21. Anyways, so my dad is like, all right, so we're going to go to Chiefs. That was like the, the, the little hole in the wall spot. Me and three of my friends and my dad. My dad doesn't drink at this time. Right. So he's like, I'm your designated driver. You boys do it up. Like, you have a great dad. I, pretty cool. Very cool. So what are we drinking? We're, ah, we're going to do beers and shots of tequila all night long. So I'm about four or five in. My dad's like, hey. You think you had enough? I'm like, no, let's keep this party rocking. <laughs> I'm feeling amazing. He's like, you better slow it down there, Tiger. I did not throw up, but my dad didn't know that I had tattoos at the time. He was very against – well, not very against tattoos. He was kind of against tattoos. But right. he didn't know that I had tattoos, and I already had them. And, but, you know, I'm not living in his house anymore. I'm 21. I'm a grown man. I'll do what yeah, I want. i do what right? I want. So I live in this I live in this apartment and it's basically just like a one room it's like a two room apartment 
and my dad's staying with me, obviously. So I come home drunk, just like peel off all my clothes and pass out on my bed. My dad's sleeping on the couch. He's not drunk, so he wakes up early, and I wake up late. I'm like, oh, fuck. What the hell happened last night? Whoa, that was a good time, right? Uh, oh, fuck, I better put on a shirt. I put on a shirt. My dad's got some coffee made, and I go into the kitchen. I was like, hey, one day, say, oh, you had a good time last night? He's like, yeah. Oh, man, thank you. That was, that was amazing. He's like, oh, I'm glad you and your friends had a good time. He goes, so let's see him. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what? He's like, let me see your tattoos. Fuck, you were passed out drunk. Like, I saw you got tattoos already. Like, let's see what you got. So I'm showing him my tattoo. He's cool about it. It's nice. Pretty, pretty good about it. That's a pretty good 21st birthday story. I yeah, think. that is a good you know? one. Yeah. So I didn't have anything like that on my 21st birthday. I know that I just got super drunk and my friends took care of me and they were awesome. But then other than that, I feel like I just kind of glided through that. Yeah. I didn't have to like deal with any of the bullshit. <laughs> you know, people took care of me and that was great. I can think of worse ones, that's for sure. I've had some bad birthdays. I've had some good birthdays. But 21st, that's pretty solid, man. Like Thanksgiving right. dinner, going out with your friends, dad taking care of you, dad being like, all right. Yeah. Do you remember like the first like, time cool. you ever got drunk? <sighs> yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, God, it was so dumb. Do you <laughs> do you know what doesn't mix with scotch? What? Anything? Orange, orange juice does oh, not God. mix with scotch. What the fuck was I thinking? First of all, how yeah. old were you? 14. 14, and you were drinking scotch? Well. Did you break into your parents? We, the, okay, We found right. a bottle of scotch okay. like that had Nobody obviously Nobody purposely been... gives scotch when they're 14. No. <laughs> no. It's an acquired taste. I love it scotch is. No, I like scotch oh, now, too. so good. But when I was 14, hell no. No. And it's a no. sipper. No, it's not what you introduce yourself no. to alcohol with, for God's sake. With orange juice, no. We were morons. <laughs> so- we found this bottle of Johnny Walker Red, not even great scotch <laughs> by any stretch. Right. You know, Johnny Walker Blue, Johnny Walker Black, Johnny Walker Green, all fantastic scotches. Sure. Johnny Walker Red, you're just looking to get fucked up. Yep. Right? <laughs> so we found a pint of Johnny Walker Red, and me and my buddy decide we're going to sneak out. We're going to go. We lived in Ann Arbor at the time. We're going to sneak out. We're going to go downtown. It's going to be awesome. We were children of the night, you know, like we used to sneak out all the time. We used right. to ride skateboards and do all kinds of crazy shit. But so we've got this bottle of scotch. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. We don't know what to do with it. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I've seen people mix alcohol with orange juice. So we Yeah, do, so that's we, a legit thing. So we go and buy some orange juice. Orange juice does not mix with scotch. Did it taste okay at the time? No, no. it tasted horrible. <laughs> it was all it's to this day. It's probably the worst thing I've ever tasted oh my in my God. life. It was horrible, but we kept chugging it down to get drunk. We did get drunk. We did not get busted. We did sure. not get arrested or in trouble or anything. We made it home safely that night. God knows how, but I threw up. Yeah. Are you like a same night thrower upper? I am. Or are you the next day thrower? No, upper? I'm, I'm a next day thrower upper. And I've never understood it's that. It's the worst. I don't get it. <laughs> it's the worst. No, I'm, if I don't throw up that night, if I make it through the night, I'm good. Oh, I'm, you're just like golden oh, after that. Well, 
We're not going to say golden. Well, yeah, you can wake <laughs> like up with like a hangover. silver with a haze. Yeah, yeah. right. No, I'm like a next day all night long. I can drink all night long. I will not throw up. Totally like cool. I will. Oh my god. There's so many times where I've taken so many shots that I'm like I should be dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'll get home and I feel fine and I go to bed and the next morning it is hell. It's like 10 hours of constant vomiting. Wow. I like sleep on my bathroom floor. Oh, that <laughs> I, like, sucks. Hug my dog. I think I have a better. I think you do too. I do too, yeah. I totally would love to do what you do right, instead. I, I'd rather throw up in the middle of the If night. I make a mistake and I go one too many or seven too many or half a bottle of whatever too many right? <laughs> I, and I throw up that night, it's all out of my system. I would much get. rather throw up before yeah. I go to bed. Although there's been a couple of times, the couple of times where you're just – you're gripping the toilet and your throat is on fire and you feel like the devil's inside of you like what have i done to myself do you ever swear that you're never gonna drink again all the time (laughs) (laughs) like every fucking night i'm like i'm never gonna do this again no i've only done that a couple times it's like hair of the dog and then suddenly i'm okay again (laughs) you know this stuff isn't so bad it's really not that bad i didn't even know what i was talking about before There have been times, though, where I've, like, gone to work afterwards and I'll be, like, pouring a shot of tequila or oh. something and I just want to vomit immediately. <laughs> like, it's the worst. All right. Everybody has in their back pocket, like, a couple of alcohols, a couple of spirits that sure. they don't drink anymore because yeah. of that one time. That one time that just, like, you threw up on it. Malort. Malort? <laughs> Fuck. No, I will never drink that again. I don't know why I ever did drink it. It smells terrible. It tastes terrible. It's not good in any way. I'm sorry, Malort. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> you will never sponsor us. Sorry. Because <laughs> shit you not, I hate you. <laughs> well, I got another one that won't sponsor us ever. Like to add to that story, I, dude, 15 years old, Southern Comfort. Oh, Throw up God. on Southern Comfort and tell me that you can ever drink it again. You can't. Oh, I can't. You can't. Once you throw up no. on straight Southern Comfort, you cannot ever drink it again. Randy, oh. like, you've got something to say about this. Yeah. I saw him nodding his yeah, head we over you. there. We saw you over there. This is our engineer, Randy. I was going to say tequila. Tequila? I, I don't do tequila. It's okay. something about the smokiness I don't enjoy. All right. Well, so um, there's... But then you mentioned Malort, and I did Malort once. <laughs> Malort is terrible. It's like, yeah, I'm in with that. So when it comes to tequila, I actually, this is a true story, I shove quarters down my bra, and it's because <laughs> when it hits the ground, it's like a little alarm saying, don't be a fucking hoe. Put your shit back on. Bam! I Always end up naked when I take tequila. What a cool idea, though. <laughs> and it's the perfect thing ever. That like, you'll brilliant. hear it hit the ground, and you're like, nope. I've done nope. that. So I've <laughs> used that joke so many times before. I'm like, I love tequila. It makes girls get naked. It does. It's magic. It, it makes does, girls lose their clothes. <laughs> nope, I will not do it ever again. <laughs> Although sometimes, sometimes you'll drink people some can tequila. convince me. That's, yeah. yeah you'll they drink can it convince sometimes. me. It has to be. It's not a never thing. It's it's a pretty much never thing though, mm. you know. Unless it's you like, want to show those nipples, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Unless I'm trying to, <laughs> then, <laughs> then it's like before. the the ease in, you know. Yeah, for sure. I so you mentioned scotch and orange juice, yeah. And while you were going on, I was looking up some recipes and to found see some. If there are and some there scotch. are a few, of course. There's a few, but just straight scotch and straight orange juice. No, it's got something it's, else in it, doesn't it? Yeah, I've got the vamp from the New York Times Book of Cocktails. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's scotch, 
Grand Marnier, orange juice, lemon juice, and yes. Angostura. Wow. Grand Marnier sounds like it would be really good in there, well, though. Because an- Grand Marnier is an orange exactly. liqueur. Exactly, an orange liqueur. Obviously. So, uh, so and double down on the orange. Probably just a splash <laughs> of orange juice in that, isn't uh, it? I think it was uh, two ounces of orange juice. Two ounces. That's okay. And two ounces of scotch. So let me build this drink real oh, quick. Oh, it's like a half and half there. Let me build this drink. Drink it out. You're talking an ounce and a half of scotch. Three dashes of Angostura bitters. Okay. And two ounces of orange juice. And then you said something else? Grand uh, Marnier. Grand Marnier. And, gr- and the Grand Marnier. Those are all orange You're going to go with three quarters juice. of an ounce or and an lemon. ounce. Uh, so Marnier. the official recipe is two ounces of scotch. Yep. Half ounce of Grand Marnier. Yes. Two ounces of orange juice. Half ounce of lemon juice and yep. two dashes yep. of Angostura yep. bitters. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, I can see it. I can see that too. It's not that you, – but you can't just do scotch and orange juice. It's no. just like a – No, like, especially red label. That is a <laughs> – Red label and orange that juice. That is a cocktail that like you're going to you're gonna take a little orange peel. You're going right. to twist it over it. Yeah. You got to give it a little and bit I of something extra. Like oh, oh, yeah. I love drinks like that. Oh, I love drinks like that. I drink for flavor, baby. It's so good. I went to a place yesterday where they had – like dice that had each each dice had like a different things like it was like a triple sec or a lime juice or you know and then like each one was a different type of thing and they build a drink based off of the dice that you and so some of them are really gross and some of them are really good my friend did it and he actually ended up getting a really good drink but i read i told the the server i was like let me look at them really quick and so i went through all of them Oh man, there were so many things that could have gone terribly wrong. Oh yeah, terribly, terribly wrong. But he ended up with a really good drink. But I would like to do something like that too, like you know, just like a, that would be fun, like exactly, roulette. like a roulette, exactly. It's the Russian roulette. We've got vodka for you and orange juice. That's a really what good accent. Like? Thank you. I used to wait tables with the Russian <laughs> accent. I don't speak American so good, but I try. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. No, so Randy, um, if you don't like tequila, yeah. I've got a solution for you, my friend. Um, chase it with orange juice or pineapple juice. The citrus and the sweetness totally kills the flavor. And to all of our listeners out there, too. If you are find yourself in a group of friends doing shots of tequila and you're like, ah, I can't do tequila. I hate the smell of it. Whatever. Plug your nose. Do the shot. Drink it with a chaser of pineapple juice. Guaranteed good times because it kills the flavor. Have you ever had anyone do tequila with hot sauce? Oh, yeah. Okay, because I actually really like that. A little prairie dog. A prairie, is that what That's it's called? called? a prairie dog. Okay, I've never <laughs> had to work somewhere where we would do that. Yeah, prairie dogs are fun. Um, <laughs> if you don't like tequila to begin with, right. <clears throat> it's not going to be a fun drink for you. If you don't like hot sauce for any reason, it's not going to be a good drink See, for you. I love you. hot sauce. Yeah, I mean, I've... I've honestly I've done I've done this before where you take a shot of tequila and you take a lemon or a lime whatever you're using and salt or cocaine if you have it um, <laughs> and you snort the salt actually yeah. have you ever snorted salt no I have not horrible experience don't ever do it. why would you do that because I'm an idiot <laughs> wait so you've done this I've done this it's, okay okay it was funny. It really was. It got a laugh. Snort the salt. It got a laugh at all my friends. Snorted salt. If you snort salt, it burns. It burns like hellfire. It burns like nothing I've ever. The pain is so intense. It's not even funny. But I snorted the salt. You drink the shot and then you squirt the lemon in your eye. That's. (laughs) Yeah. Why would you? Because look at (laughs) roll. 
Because it gets a laugh out of your friends because oh you're sitting God. there, you're like rolling on the floor, crying and bleeding, and like, yeah, exactly. Really I was about to say, well, you might you be, feel like you're you bleeding could from be your bleeding. Nose. I'm sure of it. I've done that before, and your eyes. I've done that before. I don't think I could do that. I, I recommend cocaine over the salts. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> that the cocaine is a better choice. Not over that I salt. promote drug use. Yeah, don't do drugs, kids. So bad for you. <laughs> So dumb, but yeah, um, amuse and amaze your friends. That's, you know, sometimes you get to that point and that level and you're like, let's just amuse and amaze our friends and see if this will get a laugh. I don't think that I've ever been drunk enough that I've been like, <laughs> let me snort some salt and squeeze a lemon in my eyeball. It's awful. <laughs> it's seriously. <laughs> I can't imagine anyone would want to do that. It is the dumbest. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever done in my life, but it was funny. I know? thought, who was it? Wasn't it like. Like Stevo or yeah, something like that a, that like snorted wasabi or something. It was something? a total Stevo. Yeah, thing. that seems like that's something when I he did would it. do. <laughs> that's you know it was like around that time when all that stuff right. was popular and fun. And like, right, you got let's see how get you some can... jackass in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> all right, other firsts. First time. Oh, when was your first kiss? How old were you in the first time you got kissed? Oh man, first I think time. I think I was oh. like. I don't know. I was I was a little bit up there. I was like 14 when I got my first kiss. But I also think that <laughs> I also was felt up at the same time. The so first time I ever kissed, I was, was also felt up. It. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure I like stuffed my bra. Oh, <laughs> I'm almost positive because I remember being like, don't touch me. <laughs> so he tried to feel you I want you, you up. to, but I don't want you to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and But so, you know what? I don't do that anymore, obviously. So not like under the bra. It was like an over the shirt. Over the shirt. Yeah. yeah. First make out yeah i mean that's to be expected from 14 year old boys right i I remember being a 14 year old boy and it's honestly like the first place you go like after you start making out you've been kissing did did he kiss you for a few seconds before he did it maybe a few seconds i mean this was like he was on it well it was like he pulled me like on top of him kind of thing and i was like oh god you know it's my first yeah first (laughs) ever encounter with like a dude in general i was kind of like super nerd like super in a sailor moon Super into Pokemon. That's like, not, I mean, it's, that's not nerdy. Magic no. the Gathering. Well, now you find yourself like a millionaire I know, right? right? Absolutely. Totally. You know, it's things when you that. were younger that made you dorky make you super cool hot now. now. <laughs> yeah. Cool now, baby. Who's laughing now? <laughs> the poor people. But at the time. At the time. So, at the time, So yeah. he did not get a handful of booby. No, he tried. I'm, I'm he might have got a handful sure. of tissue. I'm, yeah, tissue yeah, for sure. Maybe tissue. two bras and tissue. But I remember that uh, I'm pretty positive that he was actually trying to get with my best friend at the time. And because she was like into his friend. Oh, so he was like. I was like the, the backup, which I mean, I didn't even care. I was 14 and I was like, like, a boy is paying attention to me. <laughs> yeah, I want this. I got this. <laughs> now as an adult, I'm just like, man, I should probably. Get no, people. but they're all they're all experiences, you know, exactly. and it's all good. And so you never forget your first time, no, no. matter whether it was good or bad or exactly. somewhere in between. I was you're a little bit of a late bloomer compared to me. I was, yeah. Can I you, think to a lot of my friends. Can you I guess how old I was when I had my first guest? Just oh take God, a wild guess. Like ten. Yeah, really? Younger? younger? Yeah. A lot. Oh, like a lot younger. Like cut that in half. I was you five, were like I was five, five years, years old. old. I was. I was that kid, like, I was always into girls. Always. I just, I love the ladies. And I still do to this day, but when I was a little kid, 
there You're was just a little ladies. There man. was a girl. Yeah, I was. I was that. I was that smooth little kindergartner <laughs> that like I love my ladies. And so there was a girl who her parents babysat me and my brother, and then my parents babysat her and her sister, and because we were all the same age. Sure. Yep. And uh, God, I never forget her name. Amy Bowers. Never forget her name to this day. She was my first kiss. How can you forget? Do your you first still talk name? to her? Well, God, no. I. Oh, okay. I haven't seen her since I was six years old, probably. But yeah, Amy Bowers, if you're out there somewhere, I remember our first kiss and <laughs> she was so smooth too. She was all about it too. We would be in her room and she would like pull me under the covers of her bed. Yeah, like dangerous, right? She's like, come see my rock collection. Like I've got a rock collection <laughs> under here. And we would, but we were so cute. We were five years old and we didn't know like how to French kiss. Right. But we'd watch movies and TV shows. And so we'd just press our lips together for a really long time. It was, it was actually That's really adorable. Cute. It was really adorable. You know, especially since you're only like five. Yeah. If you were like I was 14, I'd be like, come no. on, dude. No, it was totally, it <laughs> like, was, it was, it was innocent and sweet, but like we really liked each other. And there was like this, I remember distinctly having that feeling of oh, like, yeah. like passion. I was a highly sexualized kid. Highly sexualized. I remember being five years old. definitely very excited and being like, this is something new and interesting and yeah. different. And I was like scared and my heart was pounding out of my chest. And, you know, that's like such a good feeling, like that rush of something new. It is. And oh, and like to re- every time in your life as you grow up and you get older and you turn into an adult and you recapture that. Yeah. That feeling of like firsts. Yeah. That first time. That first time you did it's that. Everything awesome when you're a kid is podcast. something first. Yeah. <laughs> awesome podcast. Exactly. But exactly. Like every time, you know, until you're 10 years old, just about everything you're doing is yeah. the first time you've it ever done it. It gives you that rush. Yeah. But no, that, then the first time I had like a girlfriend, girlfriend, and it was like, all right, 14 years old. Like we're – our home runs are going crazy. Right, we right. can't wait. Like this acting class is great, but all I want to do is go out and backstage and make out with you. Like I had that girlfriend too. It was just like we were in a play together and she was my first girlfriend and we just would make out like crazy. It's like it's not our scene. Just all the time. Oh, all the time. Like our faces were raw. The director would come back and be like, what are you guys doing? Like – Nothing. <laughs> so was she like your high school sweetheart? No, she was junior high. Junior high. Again, oh, nice. See, same. I, no, I was not. I was not. I like my first boyfriend ever was in high school and he was like my boyfriend for all of high school. Long time. Whole time. Yeah. I had a long term high school girlfriend yeah, too. Yeah, it was like yeah. four years and then, you know, eventually. The one I lost my virginity to, I was same. with for a few years. Yeah. Same. Then that's kind of the way it should be. Right. You, you know. know. <laughs> Granted. We thought we were going to get married. You know, <laughs> oh, you lose oh my your virginity. God. His parents like, would like try and push us to get married all the time. Man. I was like so like, like not. Dude, we're kids. Exactly. I was like, I think I was like 16. He was 18. It's he graduated not 18, like a year before me. Like, I was like, I'm not trying to like get married right now. <laughs> they would talk about like when we're going to have kids. And I'm going to live like, past the age of 35. Yeah, I don't need like, to start having kids when I'm 14. I 15. intend on not having children at the age of 16 <laughs> right. because my parents and your parents are trying to tell us that we should. <laughs> like, oh, what the fuck? God. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I never had that. No. I, it wasn't until my 20s that my mom was like, So you're going to marry this one? I was like, Nope. <laughs> my parents have never done that. They're Good. just like, nope. Yeah. Like, my dad is like so 
they have to be right by me and, you know, have to like meet him. He's so traditional you in some aspects. But oh my God, my dad is the best. You got yourself the best dad. He like is, you know, traditional in some aspects, but then in other aspects, he's just like, doesn't really matter. Yeah. But again, so first times, what are we doing for our first times? Right, first here? times. That's well, another first time that we had. Tell me your first time. Do you want to hear about the first time I did acid? Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> that sounds like a great story. It is a great story. Um, again, a little bit below the curve. I was always a little bit young for experimenting and trying new things, but, uh, I was 14 years old. I was in eighth grade Jeez. and I had a friend who got some acid and he was 14 too. And it was, it was right after my birthday and we used to walk to school together. Uh, we skateboard to school together is what we did. Oh, but anyway, so I, I go over to his house day after my birthday and he's got some acid and we talked about it and planned it and so he dosed me and he dosed himself and we went to school we went to middle school you went to middle acid. school yep. on acid we didn't know any better and <laughs> didn't know any better i had the best day it was so much fun so for like first period was acting class right oh that's and so, amazing so actually it, that'd be pretty fun it's just starting to kick in yeah yeah and we're playing bus stop we're doing like you know improv stuff and i was like I forget how to act. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> What's going on? Um, and then second class was English. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is serious. Like, you better, like, lock it down. You know, like, trying to right. get shit together. And But by now, like, people are starting to whisper and talk. And I'm like, what? They know it. What they know that I'm on ass. What's going on? By third class, um, it was science. We had a very serious teacher, and my friend and I were in class together. It was the first time we had met back right. up since we toast. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, wait, he wasn't even in any of the classes that you were in? No. The first oh, two, my God. You first were doing two classes, it all we alone. were solo. First two classes, we were solo. Third class, we're in science. About 15 minutes into science class, we both got sent to the principal's office. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, we were laughing and giggling. Oh, okay. And just Not like, because they knew, no. but because you were they just acting some, a fool. They knew something was up, but right. they didn't know what. We were right. like, oh, God. I was The chalkboard dust was like turning into like cartoon characters <laughs> and shit, and I'm <laughs> laughing, and my buddy's laughing. And so, yeah, we we just got kicked out. And he was like, oh, I don't know if I can handle this anymore. I'm like, dude, this is great. I'm having a great time. Yeah, like, all, of, all of our friends were, like, amazed. Like, we were rock You stars. guys actually did it. You guys are so cool. Yeah. <laughs> you guys did that. That's oh my awesome. God. I mean, again, this is the late 80s. Again, I'm right. aging myself, but so it was the late 80s. Acid was pretty prevalent around then. You know, you could get dosed up pretty easily. And, um, no, it's a good time, man. Uh, by lunchtime, like all the friends, like everybody wanted to know, what's it like? What's it like? What's it like? Yeah, what are you doing? Oh, what's everybody's happening? Everybody's so curious and stuff. I'm like, ah, well, you're, you know, the denim on your jeans is turning into little cartoon characters. They're little E-men is what I said. I was like, they're little E-men. They're running around your pants. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it was a joke. Everybody was right. laughing. We we're having so fun. I wrote it out the whole day. I did every single class. I went to econ. I went to math. I did, I did it all. And- no, I never got in any trouble for it or anything. No. My buddy, he at by fourth hour, he was done. He was like, "I'm out of here, man." He just cut class just the rest left. of the day. Yeah, he just bolted. He just bolted. But I ended up, uh, you know, it was it was a very long trip. It took you know it was your first time. It took a long time. I went home that night, and then we went to visit my grandma, 
And I remember laying down in the backseat of my mom's car, driving to my grandma's house and looking at the clouds and just, you know, being totally chill and totally in that, like, they're all still kind of moving around and tripping out and stuff like that. Had a good time at my grandma's house and... Yeah, my first acid experience was was quite lovely. Quite I know fun. that I did I did shrooms once. I never did acid. I did shrooms once, but uh, my friend Bahora he decided to pick up shrooms for us. Yeah, and That's we good were friend. yeah, and we were like, he was like, I want to do it with you. It's gonna be great. We're gonna have this great time. I had talked to a bunch of my friends, and they said to like turn my phone off so that way, like my parents called me, like I want to get all like. Yep. like freaked out about it and everything so then uh so i turn my phone off we do it and a while later neither of us are feeling anything so we're like it's bunk right <laughs> so he had picked up some really good weed instead just in case that happened so we were like all right he was like let's drive out to some place and get some really good food so we were like all right we're driving out we're smoking this weed, and if anybody knows anything about shrooms, then like when All you smoke weed, <laughs> yeah, the so, curtain rises. Yeah, so <laughs> I had turned my phone back on at this point. We're smoking this weed, and then all of a sudden, like I get this phone call. And I answer, and my friend just sounds like, womp, womp, womp. I'm like, oh my god. So I turn to my friend Bahora, and I'm like, I can't understand anything he's saying. <laughs> and then he slammed on the brakes. And he looks over at me, he goes, can you understand me? And I've just fucking flipped out. I was like, oh, my God, we have to get the fuck out of here. I don't know what's going on anymore. I got to go. Don't this is so out. fucked up. <laughs> we have to get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God, it was so bad. The best, though. Uh, it's like, you know, these edibles ain't shit. This acid ain't shit. This, what? Oh, wait, there it oh, is. Oh, there, there we go. There it is. That's it. Right and now there. it hits like a hammer below. Oh, <laughs> so many times when you're just like, oh, what was I thinking? But hey, we're still alive. Yeah. We didn't Still alive, <laughs> doing the damn thing. Still new bartending. Po- new podcast. New podcast. <laughs> bartending. New, new bar job. Yeah. Oh, my God. You ever go into a place and you just, you just know, like right off the bat, your first day, you're like, these people don't know what the fuck they're doing. Oh, yes. <laughs> These people oh, don't know what the... Oh, yes. When you've been around the block, and it's not to sound cocky. It's no. not to be like a jerk. But like once you've bartended at enough different kinds of places, like I've been to Hole in the Walls, corporate. I've been to restaurants. I've been to you know g- brand new openings. Yeah. I've been to places where it's like it's wine. You mm-hmm. know, so we're like we're selling $150 bottles of wine. So you've got to know all the flavor contrasts and stuff like that. Right. Been to places where it's all, you know. Fancy cocktails where you're, you know, rubbing the oranges between your hands and like a little twist of that and twist of that. The whole gamut. But you walk into a place for the first time. You're just like, these people don't know what the fuck they're doing. I worked at a place like that one time. My buddy was the GM and I needed a job real bad. So he's like, dude, I got a bartending spot for you. Come on over. I'm the GM of this place. It's a little place. It's very cool. You know, it used to be a cigar bar and now it's like a cool cocktail club. And like, it was, it was dope. Like you walked in and, and it looked nice in there. Like they had, um, the clear bar top with lights that oh, you yeah, could yeah, change yeah. the colors yep. underneath. I oh, worked at a bar oh, like that. Totally oh, yeah. cool. Perfect. You know? Kind of like nightclub-y almost. Yeah, but Got like that nice. Bunch of high-end whiskeys right. and scotches and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I go in, it's summertime, and they're handing out cocktail menus, and it's winter cocktails. 
<laughs> what the? F- uh, you guys don't know what the fuck you're doing. You guys have any? Yeah. Why? Why didn't they change over their cocktails? They didn't have any. They didn't have any. Or the bartenders just, didn't care. There's like websites. <laughs> so just go on the website. Within, look one up. Within three weeks, I'm like, all right, it's summertime. <clears throat> Here's your new cocktail list. Boom. Banged out like 12 different cocktails for them. And I gave them all fun names and they were all like crafty and stuff like that. Dude, you got to take care of your own. Within a year, like I had a bunch of regulars and everybody was loving me and stuff like that. But the place was not in the right spot. It ended up folding. He ended up Mm, selling it to somebody. That's always so sad. Robbed it blind. It had so much potential. And you see that potential. That's always so sad. I always have a hard time like seeing places that I loved working at or places I thought had a lot of potential. Go under. Go under or sell to somebody that just doesn't give a shit. Or Or worse, somebody who not only doesn't give a shit, is like predatory. Oh, yeah. That's what happened with this place. This This guy knew that he was struggling and didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Came and took total advantage, like raped it, just took all the money, didn't pay any of the liquor, didn't pay any of the beer, didn't pay any of the food, didn't pay any of the employees. Oh, yeah. I oh. worked at a place where we didn't have a beer order or a liquor order for weeks because, on end because they just didn't. Bounce the checks. Yep, or, they bounced the yeah, checks or they yeah. didn't give a shit. And or they were they bouncing just, them on yeah, purpose. It was terrible. Don't, it was the worst experience. Don't do that, people. We've got livelihoods out here. We've got right. We've we have got people that are working for us that are trying to like feed their children and or people who care, feed themselves, people who like love me. this industry. My yeah. whole thing has always been about my customers are like my friends. Yeah. I make regulars all the time on the regular. Oh yeah, you make regulars on the regular, and yeah. they follow you from bar Absolutely. to bar. Absolutely, my customers are. My babies. I love them. I love them to death. I'm Facebook friends with them. I keep in contact with them. I find out what's going on in their lives and stuff like that. Follow me to this bar, to that bar, to wherever. And don't ever sully that, you know? Right. Like, don't ever make that ugly. I know it. I know how that is. Oh, damn. We just got into a bummer here on the end of the show. Bummer time. Well, that happens. You're a bummer drummer. That happens in an acid trip sometimes, (laughs) too, right? For real. (laughs) Well,. Yeah, our first podcast. It's our first podcast, and, and I'm was, super stoked about it. I think, I think it we did a great good. job. I think yep. so, too. Do you <laughs> remember your first? What we want now, we want all the people who are listening to this podcast, to our first bar, Tales from the Barside podcast, want you to reach out to us through our website, through our Facebook, through any means you can if you know us. I want you to tell us about your first times. Tell us what you liked about this podcast. Tell us what you didn't like about this podcast. Give us some ideas. Give us your feedback. Give us some yeah, fun. Share your stories. You yeah, this is like it's a community. Tell us some stuff that you've gone through when you, as a service industry person. I don't know about you, but when I start at a bar like, and I start working with people, they become my family. Oh, yeah. You're, absolutely. You're totally family. Absolutely. And you look out for each other and you go out and drink From here together. On yeah. You, you have fun together and stuff like that. So now you guys are listening to our podcast. You're our family, too. Come be family with us. Come be family Come be our friends. Come and listen to the next show. Yeah, we're gonna come have, back. We're going to have a lot of good shows. We do. We've got a lot of stuff on tap, a lot of funny stuff, a lot of fun stuff. We've got some good ideas. Send us your info, and, uh, and we'll see you next week. Yeah.